What is the singularity? It is a future period during which the pace of technological change will be so rapid, its impact so deep, that human life will be irreversibly transformed, although neither utopian or dystopian. This epoch will transfer the concepts that we do rely on give meaning to our lives, from our business models to our cycle of human life, including death itself. Understanding the singularity <clears throat> will alter our perspective on the significance of our past and the ramifications for our future. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at the singularity is near when humans transcend biology by Ray Kurzweil. So, how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at a book that argues that within several decades, information-based technology will encompass all human knowledge and proficiency, ultimately including the pattern recognition powers, problem-solving skills, and emotional and moral intelligence of the human brain itself. So stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools. I do have a news that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. Everyone takes the limits of his own vision for the limits of the world. Arthur Schopenhauer, the law of accelerating returns, the inherent acceleration of the rate of evolution with technological evolution as a continuation of biological evolution. The key idea underlying the impeding singularity is that the pace of change of our human-created technologies is accelerating and its powers are expanding at an exponential pace. The singularity will allow us to transcend limitations of our biological bodies and our brains. By the end of this century, 
the non-biological portion of our intelligence will be trillions of trillions of times more powerful than unaided human intelligence. Before the middle of this century, the middle of this century, the growth rates of our technology, which will be indistinguishable from ourselves, will be so steep as to appear essentially vertical. There will be no distinction post-singularity between human and machine, or between physical and virtual reality. Now, if you wonder what will remain unequivocally human in such a world, it's simply this quality. Ours is the species that inherently seeks to extend its physical and its mental reach beyond current limitations. Distinctly human. I emphasize the exponential versus linear perspective because it's the most important failure that prognosticators actually make in considering future trends. Most technology forecasts and forecasters ignore altogether this historical exponential view of technological progress. Indeed, almost everyone I meet has a linear view of the future. That's why people tend to overestimate what can be achieved in the short term, because we tend to leave out necessary details, but underestimate what can be achieved in the long term because exponential growth is ignored. To compare the rate of progress of the biological evolution of intelligence to that of technological evolution, consider that the most advanced mammals have added about one cubic inch of brain matter every hundred thousand years, whereas we are roughly doubling the computational capacity of computers every year. Of course, neither brain size nor computer capacity is the sole determinant of intelligence, but they do represent enabling factors. Let an ultra-intelligent machine be defined as a machine that can far surpass all the intellectual activities of any man, however clever since the design of machines is one of these intellectual activities, an ultra-intelligent machine could design even better machines. There would then unquestionably be an intelligence explosion, and the intelligence of a man would be left far behind. Thus, the first ultra-intelligent machine is the last invention that man need ever make. The singularity involves the following principles. The rate of paradigm shift. Technological innovation is accelerating right now, doubling every decade. The power price performance. Power per price, speed, capacity, and bandwidth 
of information technologies is growing exponentially at an even faster pace now doubling about every year this principle applies to a wide range of measures including the amount of human knowledge number four for information technologies there is a second level of exponential growth that is exponential growth in the rate of exponential growth the exponent the reason as a technology becomes more cost-effective more resources deploy towards its advancement so the rate of exponential growth increases over time human brain scanning is one of these exponential important technologies we will have the prerequisite hardware to emulate human intelligence with supercomputers by the end of this decade and with personal computers with personal computers as well with both the hardware and the software needed to fully emulate human intelligence we can expect computers to pass the Turing test indicating that the intelligence is indistinguishable from that of biological humans by the end of 2020s when they do achieve this level of development computers will be able to combine the traditional strengths of human intelligence with the strength of machine intelligence the traditional strength of human intelligence include a formidable ability to recognize patterns the massively parallel and self-organizing nature of the human brain is an ideal architecture for recognizing patterns that are based on subtle invariant properties these traditional strengths of machine intelligence include the ability to remember billions of facts precisely and recall them instantly another advantage of non-biological intelligence is that once a skill is mastered by a machine it can be performed repeatedly at high speeds at optimal accuracy and without training perhaps the most important machines share their knowledge at extremely high speeds compared to the very slow speed of human knowledge sharing through language non-biological intelligence will be able to download skills and knowledge from other machines eventually also from humans machines will process and switch signals at close to the speed of light machines will have access via the internet to all the knowledge of our human machine civilization and they will be able to master all of it machines can pull their resources their intelligence and their memories two machines or one million machines can join together to become one and then become separate again multiple machines can do both at the same time the combination of these traditional strengths the pattern recognition ability of biological human intelligence and then the speed the memory capacity and the accuracy and knowledge and skill sharing abilities of non-biological intelligence will actually be formidable 
machine intelligence will have complete freedom of design and architecture. That is, they will not be constrained by biological limitations such as the slow switching speed of our interneuronal connections or a fixed skull size, as well as consistence with performance at all times. Once non-biological intelligence combines the traditional strengths of both human and machines, the non-biological portion of our civilization's intelligence will then continue to benefit from the double exponential growth of machine, price to performance, speed, and capacity. <coughs> Once machines do achieve the ability to design and engineer technology as humans do, only at a far higher speeds and capacities, they will have access to their own designs, source code, and then the ability to manipulate them. Machines will also benefit from using very fast three-dimensional molecular circuits. Today's electronic circuits are more than one million times faster than the electrochemical switching used in the mammalian brains. The rate of technological change will actually not be limited to human mental speeds. Machine intelligence will improve its own abilities in a feedback cycle that unaided human intelligence will simply not be able to follow. Along with the accelerating improvement cycle of non-biological intelligence, nanotechnology will enable the manipulation of physical reality at the molecular level. Nanotechnology will enable the design of nanobots, robots, designed at a molecular level. Billions of nanobots in the capillaries of the brain will also vastly extend human intelligence. Once non-biological intelligence gets a fast hold in the human brain, which has already started with computerized neural implants, the machine intelligence in our brain will actually grow exponentially. The human ability to respond appropriately to emotion, so-called emotional intelligence, is one of the forms of human intelligence that will be understood and then mastered by future machine intelligence. The length of time that it will take the universe to become intelligent to this extent depends on whether or not the speed of light is an immutable limit. Now there are indications of possible subtle exceptions or circumventions to this limit, which if they do exist, the vast intelligence of our civilization at this future time will be able to exploit. <coughs> Increasing complexity on its own is not, however, the ultimate goal or the end product of these evolutionary processes. Evolution results in better answers 
not necessarily more complicated ones. Sometimes a superior solution is a simpler one. So let's consider another concept, order. Order is not the same as the opposite of disorder. If disorder represents a random sequence of events, the opposite of disorder should be not randomness. Order is information that fits a purpose. The measure of order is the measure of how well the information actually fits the purpose. At this rate, technological process in the 21st century will be equivalent in the linear view to 200 centuries of progress at the rate of progress in 2000. The life cycle of technology, we can identify seven distinct stages in the life cycle of technology. Number one, during the precursor stage, the prerequisites of a technology do exist and dreamers may contemplate these elements coming together. Number two, the next stage, one highly celebrated in our culture, is actually invention. A very brief stage similar to some effects to the process of birth after an extended period of labor. Here the inventor blends curiosity, scientific skill, determination, and usually a measure of showmanship to combine methods in a new way and then bring new technology to life. Number three, or the next stage, is development, during which the invention is protected and then supported by dotting guardians. Number four, the fourth stage is maturity. Number five, here an upstart threatens to eclipse the older technology. Its enthusiasts prematurely predict victory. Number six, this is usually a short-lived victory for the aging technology. Shortly thereafter, another new technology typically does succeed in rendering the original technology to the stage of obsolescence. And number seven, in this stage, which may compromise five to ten percent of the technology's life cycle, it finally yields to antiquity. The exponential growth of computing is a marvelous quantitative example of the exponentially growing returns from an evolutionary process. We can express the exponential growth of computing in terms of its accelerating pace. It took 90 years to achieve the first MIPS per thousand dollars. Now we actually add one MIPS per thousand dollars every five hours. Consider that technology in a particular area starts out unaffordable and then not working very well. <coughs> then it becomes merely expensive and works a little better. And the next step is the product becomes inexpensive and works really well. 
finally the technology becomes virtually free and works great. It really wasn't long ago that when you saw someone using a portable phone in a movie, he or she was a member of the power elite because only the wealthy could afford the portable phones. We produce about 14 trillion, about 10 to the power of 13 watts of power today in the world. Of this energy, about 33% comes from oil, 25% comes from coal, 20% from gas, 7% comes from nuclear fusion reactors, 15% from biomass and hydroelectric sources and only 0.5% from renewable solar, wind and geothermal technologies, 0.5%. Most air pollution and significant contribution to water and other forms of pollution results from the extraction, transportation, processing, and then use of the 78% of our energy that actually comes from fossil fuels. The energy obtained from oil also contributes to geopolitical tension and there is the small matter of its two trillion dollars per year price tag for all of this energy. By 2030, the price per performance of computation and communication will actually increase by a factor of 10 to 100 million compared to today. Other technologies will also undergo enormous increases in capacity and in efficiency. Artificial intelligence at human levels will necessarily greatly succeed and lead beyond human biological intelligence. Machines can rapidly share knowledge as unenhanced humans. We do not have the means of sharing the vast patterns of interneuronal connections and neurotransmitter connection levels that actually do comprise our learning, knowledge and skills other than through slow language-based communication. Human skills are able to develop only in ways that had been evolutionarily encouraged. The skills which are primarily based on massively parallel pattern recognitions provide proficiency for certain tasks such as distinguishing faces, identifying objects and recognizing language sounds, but they're not suited for many others such as determining patterns in financial data. Once we fully master pattern recognition, paradigms then machine methods can apply to these techniques to any type of a pattern. Machines can pull their resources in ways that humans cannot. Machines can more easily and readily aggregate their computational memory and communications resources. All human knowledge migrates to the web. Then machines will be able to read, understand and synthesize all human machine information. Another 
advantage of machine intelligence is, is that it can consistently perform at peak levels and then can actually combine these peak levels once a computer is able to match the subtlety and range of human intelligence it will necessarily soar past it and then continue its double exponential ascent a key question regarding the singularity is whether the chicken the strong AI or the egg nanotechnology will come first in other words will strong AI lead to full nanotechnology molecular manufacturing assemblers that can turn information into physical products or will full nanotechnology lead to strong AI the bandwidth and price per performance of internet technologies the number of nodes meaning servers and the dollar volume of e-commerce all accelerated smoothly through the boom as well as through the bust and the period that followed since the same has been true for artificial intelligence if we understand something in only one way then you do not really understand it at all the secret of what anything means to us depends on how we have connected it to all the other things we know and there you have it the singularity is near when humans transcend biology please do help out it is easy simply like this video so more people can enjoy if you have found value if you have enjoyed it like it like it like it share it too spread the word leave a comment and share your thoughts start a conversation start a conversation with each other start a conversation with me what do you think is singularity near subscribe 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 to my channel and stay up to date the link to this book is in the description below so you buy it and you read and you never stop learning especially learning about yourself and nature so gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and then find out what actually motivates you what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior and if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness social awareness self-management and relationship management even further then do check out my master of life awareness program the links are in the description below thank you love and respect